0: ballers welcome to if these balls could talk where we talk about the latest in sports tech and pop culture you're hearing this again on the on the live feed that it's because we didn't record
1: the first yeah done fucked up again
0: it's cool <laughs> as a kind of reminder as a kind of reminder if you like what you hear or see please like us or hit that subscribe button or as we like to say tickle that little bell this is mark along with john and joining us is our friend bradford hartwell good evening brad
1: Hey guys, how you good doing? evening again, Bradford. Well, <laughs> good I
2: don't know. Of you back. it was. It's. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. Cool.
0: Before the show, I told Brad that if he screws up, that he could just redo it, and he just. We just showed him right then, right now. We just screwed up, so we're yeah. doing this all over again. Anyway, John, how you? How you been? I'm great. I, you're not
2: John. <laughs> oh oh my name's not john i'm sorry sorry other that's john. okay
1: brad that's okay <laughs> brad why don't you
2: start how's life? how are you how are you brad uh i'm great john back to you <laughs>
0: <laughs> by the way shout out to brad's current wife Lindsay. we oh, would have loved current. to have her on the show yeah. but hey
1: hey what are we talking uh, current wife mark that's weird because that's, weird that's how say. brad
0: refers that's, that's how brad refers question. to her
2: the reason Lindsay's not on the show is because last show I called her my current wife.
0: <laughs>
2: now <And> now
1: <laughs> she's not.
2: So now she just, we're, you know, it's been about eight, nine months. We're, I'm working on getting to talk to her again. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, she lives in Westchester. Yeah, 2020 2025.
0: 2025. That's <laughs> yeah, the, the um, year the year Lindsay.
1: I'm good as I like to make fun of myself. I discovered water this year and lost 30 pounds and I that's still going water. really it's still going really well. Um I have so much water that right now I'm drinking Wait, you said you lost 30 pounds? 33. 33 since last February. Wait a go. Roll. Wait a minute. We right? have wait wait wait. We have a You have a thing for that. We have a thing for that. Remember
2: me? me does that, and, mean, does that uh, mean you can
0: start running again
2: i don't know my, my ankle's <laughs> still shit but maybe oh i thought you just cut off your ankle and that was the weight
1: well yeah that's not that's, a, that's an easy who way to lose a, some pounds real quick who has 33 pound ankle jesus christ great grandmother, <laughs> great oh, grandmother. No. oh no um yeah, jane's good um <laughs> mel's good i make fun of mel all the time i think she really likes her new job but she's tired all the time because her new job's oh. super hard so But how was uh, she went away last weekend, right? With a scrapbooking? She went to scrapbooking weekend with Katie. Hey, Katie. And they had a great time. And uh, Jamie and I. Sorry, I have to interject here. What is scrapbooking or what is scrapbooking weekend? Yes. Both questions. Um, Scrapbooking (laughs) is paper art with pictures that um, you put it in an album and you make uh, cool memory pages and do like stickers and headings and stuff. All right. I'm scrapbooking sad. weekend is a weekend where, um, well, my wife and her friend Katie, hey, Katie, they go to a convention where a bunch of ladies are scrapbooking in a conference center.
2: Oh, scrapbooking. And I'm sorry. I thought
1: you said something else. So <laughs> This conversation's going really well, Brad. Scrapbooking. <laughs>
2: Yeah, why don't you just leave that whole part out, John?
1: <laughs> no, I'm gonna leave it because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh my god! I totally thought you said something out. I'm turning up. That's okay. Fun. No stress. No stress. <laughs> <laughs> if these balls yeah, could talk, great. is a safe space. All the ballers know that. So
2: I mean, yeah, absolutely. Look safe at this. Ceiling. Like, yeah, that one's special right there.
1: <laughs> What's happening <laughs> up there?
2: Oh, oh that's her that's. Her? Oh yeah, show show them the ceiling. All right. So we made this. Do you live in a preschool? <laughs> um basically yeah we we did <laughs> we did this <laughs> no we refinished the basement we got these plastic ceiling tiles and one day i was like you know what let's just draw on one and then it has been uh taken a life of its own but that's uh, kind of cool yeah yeah i thought it was kind of cool once in a while you know you gotta make space for more eventually i don't know if you know that you guys know this but we're having another kid rock and roll congratulations Yay. Yep, number three is on its way. June, uh, due June 10th now. Kids are the best. Yeah, we don't know the sex. How old is your oldest, Brad? I don't remember. Three and a half now. Okay, so you're just getting it all done. Exactly. We got a Rosie who's three and a half, a Lily who's one and a half, and yeah, TBD.
0: And Um, we're doing home birth again?
2: Yeah, we're going to do a home birth. Lindsay's going to do a home birth. It'll be an adventure, but hopefully everything goes well. Fantastic.
1: Shall we continue? Well, you should tell me how you're doing, Mark, and then we can continue. I, I did nothing. I, I I got nothing. You done
0: nothing? <laughs> I got nothing. It no, break. I don't know. I it's been it's been busy uh, as per usual. Uh, the are you looking forward to hiatus? Up and moving. I am looking forward to hiatus. We miss uh, you. Guys, I it'll but it'll Mark be nice has stuff to take to a break.
2: And it'll I'm be nice to take a little a, break. Yeah, I'm we're turning taking a year couple. Older.
0: Yeah, we're taking a couple weeks off. John's turning another year older. I wish uh-huh. I'm going to try and I'm going to try and join him. Oh, and um, you can share chi- my bourbon. Ooh. And then you. I have a, uh, I have a work trip the following week. So we're taking a couple weeks off. Nice. Um, real estate has been really busy. It's been a crazy first uh, month and a half already for, for real estate, believe it or not. There's it's, it's, it's almost like springtime. It's a lot, a lot of deals going on. And, um, and then, uh, you know, got the podcast the jobs going really well. I got a, a rather nine to fives going well. Cause I got that work trip coming up. We're doing a ba- ba- big face to face meeting. A, a lot of us, uh, that are in similar roles to me. We're all getting together at the corporate headquarters in Minnesota. Gonna love Minnesota in the end of February. That's Minnesota. For sure. That's although be it's been unseasonably warm in Minnesota lately. It's been like in the forties and fifties, and usually it's I like Minneapolis. Well, it's like Canada.
2: Are you gonna bring your ice skates?
0: No. <laughs> you've <laughs> you've seen me try to ice skate. I have. <laughs> it, it, it works so well that a, we got a sled for me, John. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, it That's was re- awesome.
0: This is this is actually a true story. So we have we have some mutual friends that live in Ottawa, and, and during dur- during the winter time uh, on the canal, when the canal freezes over, they let everyone kind of skate on the canal. Uh, skating was just not a thing for me, so I ended up getting a sled, and everyone kind of pushed me around on the sled on, on on top of the canal.
1: Nice. Do you get one of the the kids skating helpers, which is essentially just like a walker with ice skates on it? I didn't even try.
2: No, didn't it was even try. Little- like a five foot long sled yeah that's awesome Like that we pushed it was like a giant shopping cart it was amazing actually did you put was awesome did you put like a pillow
1: on it and like nope lights it was like, pretty like much just the, a wooden box with like, skates like, like on the on princess it. that you he, are
2: and he rode <laughs> head first like this the whole way <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's fantastic
2: yeah rosie up there in a stroller at the same time.
0: So with Brad being a returning guest, we will continue with our new segment, Ball in the Corner Pocket.
2: Corner, corner, pocket,
0: pocket As a reminder, this pocket. is a segment where our guest picks out a topic, and we will discuss three specific questions catered around that topic. So this week's topic revolves around the state of professional golf. Take it away, Brad.
2: All right. Well, yeah, if those living in the USA that have any interest in golf and pay attention to professional tournaments pga and live um have been at it if you know pga that's the 100 year body that's been around they hold all the professional golf tournaments the live golf the started by the saudis and they came in and said hey we want a professional golf tournament too the pga tour has been the upper, upper echelon of professional golf for over 100 years but it has experienced some competition at a saudi bank live There's a lot of PGA players that have since gone over to the live tour. John Rahm being the number one player in the world, being uh, one of them, or he was ex number one. So despite the recent discussions about a possible merger, it appears both are trying to make long-term plans on competing. So my question is, is it possible for these two tours to coexist?
0: This is definitely an interesting uh, scenario, right? Now, there were talks about a merger, and uh, recent news has come out that that merger probably won't happen because of some, some uh, the the people that were supposed to kind of help uh, the financial backers might be in trouble with the uh, with within Saudi Arabia. Uh, but that's another story. But I mean, Liv has um, essentially Liv was started out of spite for the PGA Tour, right? Because Greg Norman got involved, and you know he hates the PGA Tour. Uh, Phil Mickelson also got involved with it and he doesn't have the the best history with the PGA as well. So it's this league in a lot of respects got started out of spite and they are just giving all these golfers essentially guaranteed money. Some of them in like, I think, I think Rom was like 60 million or something like that. It could be wrong.
2: And I mean, astronomical
0: astronomical and as a professional golfer how do you say no to that even though it's backed by a country that doesn't have the best story behind it and whatnot i don't know i mean there i guess maybe everyone has a certain price right right it's very
1: similar it's very similar to the um the super leagues that um, some people are trying to start in professional, football, uh, professional yeah, soccer. Yeah, soccer, yeah. Getting all the great teams, giving them a ton of money to play together, charging astronomical ticket prices because- Cristiano honestly, Ronaldo got, yeah. has
0: got wooed by the Saudis.
1: And, and just because some Saudi prince- loves soccer, and has more money than God. I was actually going to write this question um, because this past weekend, the Pebble Beach Pro-Am got rained out. Hurricane Force wins in Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach got canceled, and everybody who wants to watch golf this weekend watched the Live Tour, which was actually very interesting. So Joaquin Neiman won. Um, I think it was the opener. It's news because it took an act of God, but more people watched Live this weekend than they watched uh, uh, PGA. Yeah, makes sense. One is not on. Yeah. that was that was the one thing that live
0: needed like whenever when it first started i think i think the tournaments were aired on youtube but now they have actual tv rights i think the cw has I was them
2: say, i i never saw live yet but i'm excited to actually watch the cw mark
0: the cw yeah what the fuck <laughs> yeah
2: I'm, I'm actually
0: very surprised they didn't the, that fox didn't buy the rights because fox fox wants to get in the golf game right
2: well, have you heard about the new, and this might be a different topic, the new merger? Fox. No,
0: please enlighten us. It is uh, a different topic,
1: so we're
2: not going to talk about it. <laughs>
1: well, if you guys want to touch base and then cut this out. But oh, is this
0: golf related or, for, or is this like... No, the-
1: it's, a ma- it's a sports streaming merger, and we are yes. going to discuss it yes, later in the show. There is a maybe. major sports streaming merger that is happening between um, Disney, um, Fox, and uh, Warner.
2: Yeah. All right. We can wait for that, because that's very interesting. That is very interesting. As far as the live live golf uh, stuff goes, so so I I do want to ask about the spike question. I used to love Greg mark like the Shark on the Hat. It was like the coolest thing ever. granted I don't know Phil Mickelson, but he had a hell of a flop shot. Still has a hell of a flop shot.
0: Best short game in the in the league back in back in the
2: day. Genuine dudes. I don't know their backstory. I don't know the whole thing with the live golf. It does seem sketchy, but I will say I like. The idea, and especially with the Waste Management Open this weekend, um, you know, what the 16th hole on that uh event has brought to the game, Mm. PGA could use a little life and you know, get the game more fun and for a better term, rambunctious. I don't know.
0: So that that's that's an interesting point. So we talked about this uh on on the podcast a little while ago. The Australian Open, which is a big tennis tournament down in Melbourne. Australia, they uh, on one of their courts, they actually started or they 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 took down some of the bleachers on court six, I believe, and they added a court side bar with like a DJ and whatnot. So essentially, that court is not very quiet anymore. It's t- tennis and golf are like the big snooty sports, right? That you got to be you got to have there's a certain decorum, you have to It's proper. Three. You have to be quiet. Australian Open did this and it was pretty successful it's and because that bar was like full all the time some of the players didn't mind it they're the players that aren't like the big names though so they're they're the ones that kind of get it it's like we're trying to attract more people to the game of tennis that probably wouldn't normally go
1: yeah go like this well i think it's the same thing that I said when we discussed it previously. I mean, there there is a certain degree that you have to go at a younger demographic at some point. Mm-hmm. You have to just try to get more people to be watching a game because the only way you're gonna get on TV and the only way you're gonna get money and the only way you're gonna play your players is by getting sponsorships.
2: Yeah. And let's be honest, golf is the most exhilarating sport out there.
1: But going going back
0: to what you mentioned though, the Waste Management Open is this weekend, the sixteenth hole is the big is a big party hole at, at that that uh, that, that tournament in Phoenix. Can you
1: just guys explain the Waste Management Open more? Because it's like the third time you said it and it sounds ridiculous to me. <laughs> so it's it's a tournament in Phoenix that's sponsored by Waste Management. Waste Management. But the company Waste Management. The company Waste understand. Management. The company waste management.
2: Have, the company waste management has the coolest golf tournament non-major coolest golf tournament of the year. And it's <laughs> really because back in 1995, Tiger Woods made a hole-in-one on the 16th hole. Back then, it was nothing but desert with small patches of green. Literally, the green, the tee box, and a couple bunkers and mini fairway. So he hits, I don't know, a six or seven iron, drains it, and there's you know probably a couple thousand spectators here and there. Now it is turned into a whole stadium. Mm-hmm. It's got three hundred boxes on it. If you sit in the uh, to the right of the green up in the stands, you got to get there at like. What five AM or when the gates open? Run God. to the and try and get a seat just so you can watch the guys come around into the afternoon and play that hole. It's it's, it's absolutely- become one of
0: the big signature holes in golf, like the 17th hole at Sawgrass um, or Amen yeah. Corner at, at Augusta. It's become like a it's, it's you have to do this if you're a golf fan.
1: Yeah, the res- oh, it- the research department is catching up.
2: I would even say. Biggest hole in golf right now. I think it takes
0: 17. Really? Oh, I don't know. I mean, 17th, 17th is, saw- is sawgrass. I mean,
1: you and I can appreciate that. We're all right, golfers. So like, I'm look. I'm looking at these stands. Do these stands surround the entire 18th hole? 16th. Not even, 16th not even, hole. Yeah, we're okay. not even at the end of the round.
0: So most, most PGA tournaments now, they have like little bleachers set up around the green. And it's usually dependent on how... How many people are going to be? I mean, there. the
1: top the top down for this looks like an actual full size stadium around. Oh yeah,
0: up. oh
2: yeah, it's become He's that.
1: wild. Oh, he is kind of the best part.
2: Everywhere on a normal PGA golf course, and including this course, you're supposed to be quiet whenever when people are hitting and whatnot. The 16th hole at the Waste Management Open is really the golfer's choice. They recommend being quiet, but if the golfer starts rowdy in the crowd, the whole crowd will get involved. During their tea shop. And oh, it's that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's like it's, it's
0: like in Happy Gilmore when Happy Gilmore was say, like, like saying yeah, everyone
2: got a little. Uh, when <laughs> <and> one, <laughs> one happens, especially on a Saturday afternoon, holy shit. You will see more beer bottles on a green than just. Them <laughs> the so, when are we going to the waste management open? Let's, let's spend five we minutes. We can't on. go this year. <laughs> <laughs> Only six hours.
0: <laughs> I know, John. It's around your birthday usually. That could be a nice trip. Oh, can you can you fly to Phoenix? Is there a direct flight from Albany to Phoenix?
2: Uh, when you turn, there's 25. a direct
1: flight to Vegas. oh That's not fuck. close.
2: <laughs> Different. Event. Are you tracking Taylor? <laughs> oh, we think. talked about
0: wow, Taylor Swift a lot last week.
2: Not yeah, definitely. Did. As a result of having to compete with the Live Tour, the PGA decided to undergo some changes to their format. Basically there's a new format to the PGA this year. And it's kind of the question, is this a good or a bad thing? So, so I watch all the yeah. tournaments, right? Every yeah. week I, I get into this and then every weekend they're like, Oh, new, new tournament. Um, um, I have two kids and you know, I <laughs> have time to really look into it. I'm going to say right now that there is some more, basically the FedEx cup is like the, the super bowl, right? You win the FedEx yeah, cup.
0: It's the playoffs for, for the PGA well, tournament.
2: Yeah. And how you get there is there's different points involved for every tournament. Now, my understanding of the new format is they're adding 10 tournaments during the year that people are able to get more points or something like that. Yep. So I believe they're called signature events. Signature events, yes.
0: But yeah, you can get more points. I believe it's no cut as well at least some of them are maybe not all of them are but essentially the the pga is trying to give these guys a more opportunity to make more money yeah because they don't want to lose them to the live toward that it's essentially giving them guaranteed money like almost like celebrities can make at, at, at comic conventions
2: they're also allowing people in i think they're allowing mm-hmm. 10 people in and then another five on top of that so 15 total and there's something with some of those events that Inside, so yeah, I, I definitely want to look more into that and I'll get more into it as so. When you guys have me back on in another year, we'll be <laughs> back. Nah. The, there's actually been
0: there's a, another another thing came out, I believe it was this week that the PGA was talking about some other kind of private financial backers, uh, American based as opposed to Saudi based, because oh. they they know it's about the money, they they want to be able to give the players more money. Now, is, is there anything ha- like I don't. I don't quite get the the live financial model of giving all these guys essentially guaranteed money. I mean, they're they're shelling over pretty much billions of dollars, almost. I don't know if it quite actually reaches a billion dollars, but it's, I think it's pretty close. And they don't have they don't have a big TV deal. Like I said, they're with the CW.
2: No, I think they're just trying to get it started. They're throwing.
0: They're trying to. Oh yeah, they're throwing they're, money left and right. By the way, how would that? How how? What does that feel like? Wouldn't that be a great feeling to just be able to throw money
2: left and right? A million dollars? There you go, Christmas. Or, yeah.
0: But it's not, a, it's not a very good long term financial model, right? Like eventually they're going to have to get that money back.
2: Yeah. So either bites or a dozen.
0: Personally, I think the PJ just needs to bide their time and, and live will be like, okay, we're, we're losing our shirt over here. So they, they have to do something.
2: There's definitely a market for it.
0: Of course. They're wooing. They're they're wooing all these great players. Brooks Kepka, John Rom, who who else? I forget. Uh,
2: those are those. I I will say it.
1: It has oh yeah, hurt. Phil.
2: You look at a lot of those guys who aren't playing anymore.
1: It's a disappointment. I really wish they were. Well, and the problem too is, and and this was the problem this past weekend, just that they don't have access to each other. So there's only a certain amount of money for grabs. There's a ton of people trying to grab it, and where do they go? Well, I mean, it's their job, and they have to practice all the time, and they have to work out all the time. They're professional athletes, so they go where the money is. i go where yep. the money is. Up for them. It's, it's, it's a life, but it's a job.
0: All right, everyone. Uh, shall we kick off this shindig?
1: Yeah!
0: You don't understand. I could have class. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody. Instead... I got the first topic. For those who listened last week, we talked a lot about NFL football and some of the hullabaloo surrounding the, the Super Bowl. However, we failed to really mention the NFC representative in the San Francisco 49ers, believe it or not. Last week, John also said it was a foregone conclusion that the Chiefs are going to win the Vegas spectacle. So, everyone, Send the script. Are, we, are we underestimating the 49ers in this weekend's Super Bowl? I've been saying
1: this for weeks to you, Mark. Brock Purdy is just okay. You do not like Brock Purdy. It's not like everybody just picked him last because he did great in college. It's not like he was this gifted athlete. I mean, he's just fine. He's completely passable, but he has a great team. Um, The thing about the Niners I think that makes them really cool is they do throw and run very well i mean they they have a lot of weapons like a lot of weapons i think that i'm a big proponent of this i think guys like george kittle who by the way um ranked his teammates and put them in harry potter schools this weekend at one of the super bowl press events (laughs) um i think guys like george kittle in the locker room are incredible you know that's incredible for morale dude's just fun that team camaraderie i hear there yeah, for sure, for sure. But the thing about that is, when it comes down to it, winning the Super Bowl is hard, and Patty Mahomes has won a whole number of Super Bowls, and at the end of the day, the Chiefs had a mediocre season, but have been fantastic in the playoffs. Fantastic. And it's because every time Travis Kelsey enters a playoff game, he, run, he, he catches for 100 yards and scores a touchdown. It's hard to beat a team that has... Um, um, who said this last week? Jeff said this last week. Um, best coach, best quarterback, best tight end wins a whole bunch of Super Bowls. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be close, honestly.
0: Here, here's here's the problem, though. I think that the Chiefs are going to have Travis Kelsey is going to get, is gonna, it's, it's not going to get open, I think, because the 49ers, they have Dre Greenlaw and they have Fred Warner. It's probably two of the best middle linebackers in the game. Yeah. Or lower true. linebackers in the game. I don't think they're both middle linebackers. So he is probably going to be tightly covered by one of those or by or by one of the safeties. So one of the wide receivers is probably going to have to step up. The other thing about the Chiefs is they're going to be missing uh, one of their starting guards, Joe Tooney, and their offensive line is looking a little bit suspect, a lot like when they lost that other Super Bowl when, when Patrick Mahomes just had to run for his life the entire time. Because the 49ers have a front four that can rush the, the the passer without blitzing. 49ers don't blitz a lot.
2: Yeah, that's true. I mean, 49ers is going to have to show up. That's
0: Absolutely. No, no, no. They're going to have to have the game of their life.
2: I actually haven't watched notch 49ers ball as far as you know what's been happening in the playoffs. But I know McCaffrey, obviously, he's stupid. Insane.
0: He's been, he's been insane.
2: It's like having two people on the field.
1: So right now, yeah. it's 12. Uh, (laughs) third arm so it kind of works out chris jones is a real difference maker and i think that the things that the chiefs are struggling with this season where there's not a whole lot of offensive weapons besides travis kelsey and honestly isaiah pacheco is having the season of his life but besides them i think that chris jones is keeping the offenses on the other team very aware and also and this is a very big point when you face the evil empire whether it was the cowboys or the patriots now it's the Chiefs. When you face the evil empire, you get a little nervous. You get too cute. And that's, that's true. You get in your Ravens. head, right? The Ravens got too cute and they beat themselves. Mm-hmm.
0: I think. I think. Uh, yeah, you're right about that. Like experience is going to come down to it. Like Andy yeah. Reid has got a boatload of experience now. Kyle Shanahan, who's the head coach of the 49ers, the when he gets it to a certain point, he he cracks. Like his yeah. his he does. He has not won like the big big game yet. This this will be his his second Super Bowl as a as a head coach, and I believe his second as a coordinator. Brad and I, we, we remember the last time that he was the offensive coordinator. It was a certain 28-3 to 3 game that he did yeah. not do very well at the end because, they I don't know, for whatever reason.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sorry. I don't know. I, <laughs> I kind of think that it's going to be close in the beginning. I think this is going to be a very good game. Uh, I think it's going to yeah. be close in the beginning, and I think the I Chiefs think are going to blow him out game. in the second half.
0: Oh, I don't, I don't see that at all. I don't see that at all. This, the, yeah. the, I think yeah. the, we have two pretty good defenses.
2: I feel, I yeah. feel, good. I guess I have five and two. We have what? <laughs> <laughs> do you have squares yet? Do you have numbers five? Oh,
0: oh, squares. <laughs> no, I, uh, I'll, I don't know. John and I usually will do some. One of us will probably do squares at the last second, and then it's like, right. and cool. then I ended up buying like half of them.
1: I didn't do squares this year, and I, I still lose. Granted, yes, I didn't, right I didn't do squares this year, and I. I spent, I don't know, 40 bucks on DraftKings, 20 on the Chiefs to win, and a number of little parlays. I have a Travis Kelsey parlay that I really like, where he has to get 80 yards and a touchdown. 80 yards running? 80 yards catching, a touchdown. The Chiefs have to win, and they have to be first to 10. And that's like... Ten to one. Well, you
0: said Mahomes has to get eighty yards.
1: No, Kelsey. Kelsey. I said Kelsey.
0: Oh, you said Kelsey. I'm
2: sorry. I thought you said yeah. Mahomes. I'm sorry. Then a couple
1: um, of other little prop bets. I like I, DraftKings a lot. I I did all uh, my Super Bowl gambling on DraftKings this year.
2: I wouldn't be surprised. Mahomes catches a touchdown.
1: I don't doubt
0: that at all. I think his name's not that Lamar good. Jackson.
1: I, in fact, I would not. just love that. Yeah, right. No, or, he's Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I got it. <laughs> I think the yeah. best uh, the best pass Lamar Jackson made last week was the one to himself. Mm. Mm-hmm. How do you even mark that? Like. Does he get a catch gets. A- I think he gets both. He actually
0: gets a reception,
1: yeah. Yeah, he gets what? a reception and yards after. What? So he gets receiving yards, he gets a reception, he gets the pass. He gets That's got to be bonus
0: <laughs> bonus uh, points for fantasy, right? Bonus! Very quick. So I, we all right, John has, has the Chiefs winning. Brad, who do you have winning the Super Bowl?
2: Uh I got to go with the 49ers. John's going Chiefs. I'll put my 20 on the Niners. Go 30.
0: <sighs> it's a flip em for me. I still have not decided. Although, John knows this. I am the cooler. Whoever I pick, the other one's going to
1: (laughs) Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn about the next topic. So, So, I only have one football question, apparently, the week before the Super Bowl. So, I think I might have failed. But after a tumultuous season and many reported verbal arguments between New York Giants head coach Brian Dable and former defensive coordinator Wink Martindale... The Giants have a new defensive coordinator in Shane Bowen. Shane served as the Titans DC from 2020 to 2023. Um, The Giants were almost entirely interviewing young candidates because there will be a huge amount of pressure on Brian Dable and the coaching staff to get the program back on track. So even at 37, Bowen fits the bill because of his long tenure in Tennessee. And the experience kind of is what makes Bowen so attractive over younger candidates as they don't have the time to retrain someone who has never called plays before. So uh, what are we thinking on the thoughts of Shane Bowen as the replacement to Wink Martindale? And will the removal of the uh, toxicity of Martindale help the team? Uh, Also, are we concerned that a new scheme would harm Tomb time pro bowler Dexter Lawrence's efficiency? Because I certainly am.
0: It's interesting the fact that I I actually thought Wink Martindale was going to do a pretty good job with Brian Dable just because... Dayball could essentially worry about the offense and Martindale could worry about the, the defense. But you're right. It didn't really work. In fact, they did the like defense, each other. They didn't like each other. And the defense kind of regressed a little bit from the season before when they went when they made the playoffs. So... Is is this going to help or hinder Dexter Lawrence? Personally, I don't think it's it's going to hurt him. I mean, the man pretty much has to do has has one job: you kill the quarterback, right? And it doesn't it doesn't matter? It doesn't matter what the scheme around you around you is. Essentially, Dexter you Lawrence build the scheme
1: around Dexter yes. Lawrence, right? Yes. You build the scheme around Dexter Lawrence. He is a monster. Bowen, uh, at least in Tennessee, played a three four zone, and so there's some concern that that will not be happening, right? And so you're taking your best player that you've thrown all this money at, and you're like, well well, we don't really need you anymore. Though, when you think about it, Tennessee was very, very good at the run for the last five, or the last four years. In all of Bowen's years, Tennessee has been very good at the run. So I don't know what I think about it yet. Um, I like that we didn't get some terrible, like, you know, staff, coach, you know, no internal hires. I didn't want that. And all the really big hires, um, they were never going to come to the Giants because the Giants might be a train wreck next year. I mean, you could have Belichick. (laughs) 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> <to have>
1: Belichick. <laughs> but, hey, former
0: Giants defensive coordinator
1: that'd be a That's, wild card <laughs> that would be a wild card he doesn't need a job right <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I mean I don't think I see this is the thing and, and and kind of why that makes the the question interesting is because there are a lot of really big coaching names are still up in the air and I guess yeah. I don't think they thought about those guys and I think Bowen's a good choice and like I said because while he is old, he is not like tenurely old. He has not mm-hmm. had a big job. 37, 37 is younger than all of us, right? Well, yeah, but for, you know, in in, in professional yeah. sports age.
0: Keep in mind, Sean McVay.
2: He's
0: what? He was, uh, he was the youngest NFL coach un- up until now for like six straight seasons. <laughs> he got hired when he was 30 years old.
1: Good for head
0: coach at 30 Mike years McDaniel's old. Mike McDaniel's
1: the youngest right now, right? He just seems no, Gerard like Mayo
0: insane. is Gerard Mayo on the Patriots is oh shit.
1: <laughs> that's gonna go really great for you guys. Hey,
0: we're gonna talk about that a little later. But do, <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's very it is very interesting the I fact that, that. Se, se, uh, Pete Carroll, yeah, in his seventies, uh, Bill Belichick in his seventies, Vrabel, who's not in his seventies, but he's a tenured coach. That everyone that's that's the new thing. Everyone NFL franchises they want the the new thing, the the young hot kid that's Wait, uh what? gonna save their team uh, hmm? what's going <laughs> what's on that, brad <laughs> do you want
2: to say something <laughs> no what about bill belichick's son uh
0: <laughs> which one steve or brian completely what steve belichick uh got hired by uh the university of washington oh he did and, Br- and brian belichick i think is actually staying with the Patriots. i could be wrong about that
2: all right one of them had a mullet in the oh that's steve stuff. that's steve Oh,
0: that's hey. right. He did do the whole tongue thing, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, no, my God. I, I remember him for the mullet, not for the
2: tongue.
1: It was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, all these big names that are just sitting in the wind, like Belichick and Vrabel, they were not, not even in the conversation. Just They were like, you guys, you're not going to come. And well, Belichick, Belichick at, lea-
0: at the very least, got interviewed. Vrabel, didn't, I don't think, oh, got interviewed. And then Pete Carroll, I don't think, got interviewed.
1: Belichick took an interview with the
0: Giants? No, no, no. He got interviewed with the, the Falcons and the Chargers. Because th-
1: he, he, he thought he had that job. And then they were like, you know, we're not going to go with you. I didn't ever think he coach. was going to go with the
0: Falcons. I thought he was going to go with the Chargers. I, I think I the Chargers,
2: Chargers
1: made a like, little
0: bit of a mistake.
1: Yeah. But they're so uh, Fal- excited,
2: the Chargers. They like Fal- their choices. Take them out back and beat them with the O's.
0: They got Captain Khaki with them now. Come on,
2: Captain Khaki. You see the guy that needs a um, chaperone on the sideline?
0: Well, oh, it's Jim Harbaugh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what you're talking about, yeah.
2: Oh, no, I'm talking about McVeigh. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh no, yeah. no, no, no. No, No, but,
0: uh, well, no, Harbaugh got in, in a bunch of trouble in, in Michigan for doing shit that he wasn't supposed to, but so mm-hmm. in a lot of respects, he probably, that's one of the reasons I think why he left, is like, I'm getting caught for the rules that he was yeah. definitely supposed to. Kidding caught cheating that he definitely did cheat. You've got to ask yourself one question. Do you want the next topic? Well, do ya? Punk? Now, this show generally is dominated by New York sports fans, like our last topic. So I'm very glad that my fellow Rhode Islander Brad is joining us from this episode. But as Bradford and I both know, it has been a, has been a minute since this area was the City of Champions. In fact, this past season, we saw both the Pats and the Sox finish last place in their respective divisions. But better days may be ahead soon, as it was announced that Theo Epstein will be a senior advisor to the Sox, and the Pats have a new coaching regime, along with the number three pick in the upcoming draft. So everyone, but mainly Brad, because who cares what John thinks, which team is in better condition to rebound, the Red Sox or the Patriots?
2: Honestly, I'm going to say the Patriots. Show your work. So yeah, I would have to say the Patriots, just because I think they have more options right now. They have a better coaching staff coming in. Red Sox are entirely up in the air right now.
1: They have. Who do you guys take with number three?
0: I really hope they take Marvin Harrison Jr., but I don't. I think they're going to take a quarterback.
1: I think they need a quarterback. Are we done with Mac? We're done with Mac. <laughs> yeah. we are. So, du- we are done with Caleb Mac. Williams goes one. Um, does Drake May go two, and then you Drake take May the goes guy? two. Drake yeah. May
0: goes too, and whoever the I forget who the his what his name is Research Department. I'm sure we'll look that up. But I really think that you need to get a really good skill player. That's why I want them to get Marvin Harrison Jr. Like all right, we can we can use Mac for one more year, or even Bailey Zappi for one year, and to th- and have a target like Marvin Harrison Jr., someone that has never been on the Patriots before. We have we I mean the last really good wide receiver we saw was Randy Moss. And I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to eclipse Randy Moss just in sheer talent, maybe not necessarily in stats, but just he's just seems so talented. And it's a, a player you can build a franchise around. I don't know, Brad, what do you think?
2: I think you need to build the O-line and get a good quarterback.
0: You don't need to draft a, a, an offensive lineman number three, though.
2: Oh, no, I'm not saying that, but work on that for our next year. You know, we had a lot of injuries this year. Um across the board and the O-line, you know, whether it was Zappy, whether it was Mac, it was just always pressured. You look at these other quarterbacks, they have uh two seconds in the pocket. We had like not
1: Daniel Jones. Uh
2: we don't want to talk about Daniel Jones. no. (laughs) Yeah, that all right. You get my point. So I think if they need to do something, I agree. They need a quarterback. I would say whatever's on the table at that point in time. Like Grab grab someone fresh. So you'd they're
0: rather right. have them pick a quarterback?
2: I would have them take a quarterback. Yeah, that would be. So, cool.
0: so so what do you think needs to fix the Red Sox? They have Theo back.
2: Every Theo back. Everything.
0: They traded Chris Sale. Chris <laughs> yeah, Sale's not a Red Sox anymore. And Hallelujah! No, you know how I was I was doing backflips when I, that news came out.
2: Oh, tell. Ask me after the Netflix release of the 2004. First of all, they're doing, following all. Uh, of the Red Sox next year. I don't know if you heard about that, but I did hear oh, about oh.
0: that. I might have to get Netflix now.
2: Yeah, exactly. So you can steal ours. <laughs> 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 anyway. No, they check, they check now. I know. Right. Isn't that a bitch? Actually, we we're Check a- now. Fuckers. I might,
1: have, I might have a VPN. You just have to live in Brad and uh, Brad's house. Yeah. He's upstairs right now. Don't tell me.
0: I mean, I, oh. I actually, I actually think the Red Sox are closer than the Patriots. I really do. Because I think the Patriots almost have to do a complete rebuild. Meanwhile, I think it's a lot easier to rebuild in, in for baseball than it is for, for football. Of course, it depends on their farm system as well. I don't. Maybe the Red Sox don't have the best farm system, but they still have Rafael Devers and they have Trevor Story. They have a pretty good offense. They just need pitching.
2: The nice thing about baseball is, yes, the, that I would say pitching I agree with that. Pitching is like a group, right? You got your, your pitching group, you got your hitting group. Um, your relievers is obviously part of your pitching. Um, the fielding just kind of goes along with everything. In football, you have that one player, though. Like, the the quarterback is that, that team. In baseball, I think you can, if you can have a solid group of pitching, I guess my point is throughout the year, you can work easier with the baseball getting to that end of mm-hmm. season playoff goal. Mm-hmm. Well, our problem with the Patriots the last two years, it's like, we just haven't had that
0: quarterback. No, yeah, it's, it's no. I'm in um actually agreement with some some other alleged experts for in the NFL. I think I think the Pats did uh, Mac Jones dirty because he's had three different offensive coordinators in the last three years and no weapons and 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 no weapons. I mean no weapons. He, I, I think weapons. he could have been a solid quarterback and the Patriots just did, didn't just didn't use him right. Yeah.
1: Or didn't have a line either. I mean, just to circle yeah. back to how the Red Sox aren't going to win next year. I didn't even say they're going to win. I just said they're even <laughs> if they figure their shit out, and the Yankees hopefully figure their shit out with Juan Soto and all the pitching changes they've been doing. It's still the American League East. They had two hundred game winners last year. Yeah.
2: yeah, valid point. It's great baseball.
1: It's great baseball, and they had two hundred game winners and a ninety game winner. So yeah. the Yankees and the Red Sox didn't have terrible seasons. They had they had average seasons, which... Yeah, they would have won the
0: AL Central.
1: <laughs> <they> would have <laughs> won the AL Central, exactly. But they had no chance to catching the Red Hot Rays or the Red Hot Orioles. Orioles. Who, who the fuck knows about me saying Red Hot Orioles, but the I know, red hot that just Orioles? sounds wrong. Dirty in my mouth, wrong. right? Camden's a fucking great stadium, by the way. Oh, I love Camden, Camden Yards. Yards. We should go to Camden Yards again, because <laughs> I like Camden Yards a oh, lot that's a that's an easy one i did go to camden yards with john for a yankee game brad believe it or not yeah you did and they they won by so many and there were so, so many. many yankee fans there so that the orioles started four fights because they were so fucking mad about how uh, bad uh, it was going uh, <laughs> they were so mad uh, so you fun you have never been to the yankee stadium never i never.
0: i haven't been to the new stadium i, I went <sighs> to the old stadium Sad. I know
2: i I wish I went to the old stadium. That is one thing I do like. I'm I, not missing much. <laughs> I'm a Fox fan, I have to hate the Yankees, but it's man, I, I appreciate that kind of history and I do yeah, wish I yeah. Talk.
1: Yeah. Well the new stadium's cool. It's I heard it's, it's different. Awesome. Wonderful. It's awesome. Honestly, yeah. the food's great, which is cool.
2: Yeah, I, I heard so modern, you know, they brought it up like you can it's actually... got that
1: new stadium smell still. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> guess you had all the rest of the smells in the Bronx. The next topic tastes like the next topic. (laughs) Like Mark said, we really like to talk about New York sports here. And so the injury bell is starting to toll for the surging 33-18 and New York Knicks, uh, culminating with the best basketball player in New York, Jalen Brunson, rolling his ankle on a drive against the Memphis Grizzlies on this past Tuesday night. He's the fourth, now fourth, Knicks starter to suffer an injury in the past two months. Mitchell Robinson suffered a stress fracture. On December 8th, uh, Julius Randle dislocated his right, sh- right shoulder 10 days ago, and OG Anube, brand new, shiny OG Anube, has now missed his fifth game in a row. So, as the Knicks continue to find a way to win and are playing truly next man up basketball, can they keep this pace up? Also, do the Knicks even have a shot in a strong Eastern Conference that contains the Celtics, Cavs, and Bucks?
0: No, next topic. <laughs> I love how, John, I love how you bring up these Knicks topics. First of John- all, I, I know think, you're not as big of a Knicks fan as you were back in the nineties
1: with fucking humans and the real Oakley's deal this, and the stars. The Knicks are the real deal this season. They are not the real they deal. They are come in on. they are literally tied for third place. Shut your mouth.
0: Oh, well, fantastic. Okay. No. They're not gonna they're not better than the Celtics. They're not better than the Bucks. And the Cavs, yeah, all of a sudden are coming out of nowhere. Are they better than those three teams? No. So they're not gonna come out of the, the East and, and and do something. So all right. But the, basketball the doesn't best best work like that. Eight,
2: eight basketball best teams. Still
0: works like that. Eight best, eight, eight best teams in the league. All right. Man. So more than likely they're going to finish as the fourth seed. So they face the fifth seed in the first round, and then oh, guess what? You get the Celtics in the next round. They're not going to beat the Celtics.
2: Still a lot of basketball left.
0: Well, a there's basketball a lot of basketball left. left. There's a lot of basketball left.
2: I mean, we're talking about baseball and football already, so yeah, this makes sense. At least we have some kind of. But I would, I would give the Knicks
1: some nine out of ten wins that's uh that's pretty solid and nine out of ten wins with most of your starters injured I think the Knicks have something this year that is really interesting which was continued by the momentum that Jalen Brunson gave them last year I think they have a lot of momentum and and I said this last season a couple of seasons ago last basketball season the last time the Knicks were good was when they had a star point guard I think a star point guard really does a lot for a basketball team
0: i love this uh, this optimism that you have in the next john it, it, on, it feels Ronald. great uh, you are so excited to have a new york sports team to root for right now because we all <laughs> we all know that the giants and jets aren't doing it and i don't know what the rangers are doing jets right fan. now I'm a i know monster. i know i know but hey, you, but you I'm, you would root you wait 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 you're a new york sports fan if the jets were in the super bowl you would root for the jets right because you're a new york sports. i don't
1: fan. think so the jets are dirty <laughs>
2: Wait, you said that was perfect
0: by the way. <laughs> only because wait 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 if the jets didn't have aaron Rodgers, would you No, nah,
1: i've always jets? fucking hated the jets it's like it's like asking me if i want to root for the islanders fuck the islanders i don't give a shit about the islanders
0: <laughs> but there's so much optimism in your voice they're like oh the knicks they're actually a decent team they're two, two, seasons, in a hundred, two seasons in a row
2: Oh, right. i can talk about
1: straight up by the way you should fuck off 15 games over 500 (laughs) isn't over 500 it's 15 games over 500 they're beating everyone fantastic you know nine out of the last how how, how many games they're behind the celtics i mean fuck the celtics are different (laughs) celtics if you look at the way basketball playoffs have been going it doesn't mean the super teams always win they don't it doesn't happen anymore
0: it still happens well, the ones, the, the the higher seeds will still win. You're right. If you have a super team, you're not necessarily going to win. I mean, we've kind of seen that with Dallas. We've kind of seen it with Phoenix. Uh, we're seeing it and, and a bunch of other t- others, right? Now. I mean, L.A., the, the the Lakers, the Clippers, all of them are trying to build these super teams, but they're not really building them really well. And like, with, especially true. with like someone like the Clippers, they're, they're building an old man super team. <laughs> Uh, which I did see a Clippers game, by the way, when I was in LA, la- last month. And it they was, ra- it was it's kind fun. of exciting. They, the Clippers that, no, they didn't, they didn't face a very good team, but I think that was the first time they had their big three, like together for, uh, in it. I mean, in a, and people so. have
1: figured out the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves have been figured out. People are figuring out Luka Doncic. Is that the big guy from France? No, that no, 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 no. This, the Spurs are still terrible.
2: Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. No, last time we talked about him and I, Honestly, I had to look. No, he's that. a
0: tall. He, yeah, Wemba Yama's tall, skinny. In fact, he got rammed over by Joel Embiid. He scored oh, seventy points yeah, um, he- against Wembyama just because he he weighs twice as much as him. <laughs> maybe more.
1: Have, yeah. He's a twig. Maybe. more. He's a more. twig. He's a Joel Embiid, by the way. And just to talk about the Knicks beating the the Sixers in the first round. Sorry, Eric. Is Joel Embiid's <laughs> knee? His knee fell off. Oh, and he's so- broken. He's broken, maybe for a while. He's <laughs> so broken, and without MB, the Sixers like yeah, they got they say, got no one. They don't really have a lot of folks. I don't know. He'll be fine by the time playoffs come by, though. I hope uh, the Knicks are looking to make really big splashes because I think they feel the momentum. Um, and I hope they don't give away Randall. Um, I like the Anunoby trade. Besides him being injured th- this last month, I like the Anunoby trade a lot because he's big and he's um he's kind of scrappy, um and. That's what your power forward needs to be. Your power forward mm-hmm. needs to be big and scrappy.
0: Charles Oakley, right?
1: Hell yeah. Well, Charles Oakley was, I mean, Charles Oakley was big, but he was scrappy. He wasn't, like, he wasn't a seven-footer like Anube was.
0: No, I think he was, Oakley was what, 6'7", 6'8"? 6'7",
1: 6'8". Yeah, but he yeah. was, he, he was, 90, you know, 90s basketball. Where everybody oh, the quintessential owned. 90s uh, power forward. Yes, the quintessential 90s power forward, exactly. And him and Horace Grant beating the shit out of each other for 48 minutes. That was a phenomenal matchup.
0: I could yeah, watch the Bulls and Knicks in the '90s face each other, uh, face off every, against each other all the time, every
1: fucking season. And when the Bulls finally faded away, it was the goddamn Pacers, goddamn oh, no. Pacers. I'm My always life was hard.
0: The one play I'm going to remember with for Patrick Ewing this whole time is when he had that little like finger roll and he missed. He missed that little layup at the at the very end. Had he made that, the Knicks would have
1: won. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure I cried. Oh, I remember. <laughs> I
2: was just looking at the the scores on you know the the games tonight for the NBA and everything is like one twenty or one
0: oh offense has just gone insane. It's nuts. Ab- it's About like, twenty years ago, teams were struggling to score over a hundred points, and now on average, it's like one twenty.
2: Yeah, it's a one well one thirteen point eight to ninety eight point one ten mm-hmm. years ago.
1: Well, and you but, get um you get a lot of sixty point like there's been a lot of sixty point players this year. A lot of sixty sure point has. players in games that they lose this year for yeah. now sixty yeah. point um scores, which yeah, again that, unheard of. So, yeah. so I mean it's, it's different. It's a different game. I think it's still um there is something to be said for arena sports. I think NBA is still pretty fun, just different. Absolutely.
0: I love going to NBA game. I
1: guess go to a couple games a year. I
0: used to. I used to go to a few Celtics games every year.
1: John, do you go to basketball games? We have a semi professional basketball team in Albany. So, you no, know, even though armory games are fun and the beer is good, the basketball is very bad.
0: Well, Brad, uh, I, 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 a long time ago, John and I went to a Knicks game together. This, this, this,
1: how long this ago is Mark's Ray favorite story, was Ray Allen on so the We should definitely talk about it.
0: Ray oh. Allen was on the Bucks and Stefan Marbe was still on the Knicks. And John and I were sitting in the nosebleeds. We may have had some adult libations. And yeah, man, we had we a kept, lot of beers. We kept yelling at Ray Allen to shoot the ball where, wherever he was on the court. He could have been like at the half court line, and John yeah. and I would yell, yell out, Ray, shoot it, you're open! Oh, <laughs> more he did. often than not, more often than not, he did!
2: <laughs> so hey. fun.
1: Such a fun day. He wanted to be on this podcast <laughs> in 10 years. Maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> yeah. That was the master plan.
0: Sure. E.T phone home next topic now we've joked about this in the past but it recently came to light that billionaire peter Thiel has decided to financially back what is being called olympics on steroids in something called the enhanced games john have you heard about this i have not i'm excited this is my idea That's right. The former investor of PayPal and Facebook is looking to create competitions where performance-enhancing drugs are legal and even actively encouraged.
1: Body armor and and weapons.
0: He's expecting to make an announcement during this year's Olympic Games in Paris. (laughs) So, everyone, what do we think of the concept of the enhanced
1: games? I love that we live in this dystopian future where oh, this is I real. I mean, this is maybe I don't know if I don't know if this is the worst timeline or just some dystopian hellscape. But I mean, I have been joking about steroid required body armor and weapon enabled. <laughs> well, football they're, they're not games. saying anything about
2: body armor, but
0: you can dope I and mean, you can let's you can get juice. there.
1: Let's get there because fuck.
2: I, I think that's carried s- steroid body armor or something like
0: that. At that, this year's Summer Olympics, there's going to be something announced called the Enhanced Games, where it's essentially Olympics games where steroids and other performance enhancing drugs are going to be legal and actually encouraged.
2: I heard about this. I thought it was a hoax. You're no. saying real thing.
0: It's a real thing, backed by Peter Thiel, billionaire Peter
1: Thiel. We have to really discuss whether or not this will be approved by a number of the Snowflake Nancy corporations that like to bitch about shit like this, Um, because at the end of the day... What corporations
0: do they have to go through? Peter Thiel's richer than God.
1: But at the end of the day, I mean, people are going to be asking questions about why we are like encouraging steroid use and encouraging people to... To break the rules. The and ethics and the rules. And bend it, the, rules. Right? the ethics behind it, right? Um in, well, the, in a, a world fear. where this could be some sort of in fun fictional, semi realistic, like docudrama thing, I think that would be very, very entertaining.
2: Yeah, it would probably be you know what? They'll probably do it for a few years. It'll get a bunch of hits, watch it. Kinda of like gladiators, right? That was everyone was on steroids. Granted they didn't know what the hell they were doing back then. It wasn't like public. <laughs> uh, but I, I could see it eventually coming off for John your kind of point there I don't know Mark what do you think
0: John has been kind of hinting that he wants something like this for, for a while and the fact that it's be- it became to fruition like I had, so to, my th- I had to bring this up I had to bring this up on, on the episode so and we'll literally, probably talk about it again if and when they actually announce so it during, literally during a, a
1: sports season. fever dream for me I've literally been talking about this for multiple years Um, did you guys see the the muscles in Mayhem Um documentary on netflix about american gladiators by the way You said netflix oh so no Shut the yeah fuck up. get <laughs> no. netflix like a real human mark <laughs> no but they
0: uh espn did a documentary about
1: um uh american gladiators so i, I mean did, it was I did so a clear that every human that was on american gladiators was on oh oh yeah. steroids. they were all juicing they were all and, i mean to see some big like ginormous steroid juiced person chasing these normal people through like these crazy <laughs> these crazy obstacles was amazing. American Gladiators was amazing. Literally the top of American television, I think. think Do you remember it. American Gladiators? Oh, I love yeah. American
0: Gladiators. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Alright, I'll stop oh, we have to pay. I'm
2: standing up there with a freaking like Yes! Like, yes tennis ball weapons! I wanted to do it. I was like Nate, uh, my brother Nate, I was like, run, run.
1: <laughs> that game, man, that game with the different, like, the different projectile guns, and they had this, like, <laughs> tennis ball guns. sniper rifle, it was amazing, <laughs> it was an amazing game. Um, it all, too, reminds me of um, the, the 80s movie with Schwarzenegger, Running Man, where, uh, again, a crazy... Dystopian televised spectacle where big giant dudes would try to kill criminals on television. I mean, like, it's it's a weird place where there is a person with money who is suggesting something like this. But uh, if all these things of American Gladiators and in a fictional world, if Running Man tells us anything, people will watch shit like this. They will. They would love it. They would eat it up. It would make a jillion dollars.
2: Oh, I mean, turn on one of the random soap opera channels. People watch a lot of random shit.
1: Yeah, the random shit right now that's everywhere is like the really disgusting dating type show. There's so I was just on right about now. to
0: mention that there. There was uh, so so some of some people that I know were talking about uh, the show Love on the Spectrum. That show is Are amazing. That is not
1: that is completely above board. That show is great. I think that Love on the Spectrum is not like Golden Bachelor. People love Golden Bachelor, no. but that I- that idea is ridiculous. And I'm going to tell you the most ridiculous idea. Okay? We're going to end it on this because this show is fucking terrible. There's a show on Max called Milf Island. Milf Manor? Milf Manor.
2: <laughs> yeah, there
1: is. And Milf Manor okay no. so my wife and i we, we we watch random television on fridays while we hang out and we'll like do something but um we we're like fuck milf manor let's try it out because we we re- all remember milf island on your 30 wife rock, right? wanted to see them. yeah she did we all remember milf island on 30 rock right we're like well that's fucking close let's try it out and so milf manor has these women who are in their 40s and 50s going on this um dating show and the dating show starts where they're like oh you know we're single and we're trying it out and that's cool but then all of these 20 year old boys show up and then we find out that the 20 year old boys one of them is their son Ah! and so in episode one in episode one so every woman on this show has a son on the show and so you're not supposed to obviously date your son but there are these games and so the first game was
0: Oh, are they like blindfolded or is it they don't blindfold know? Blindfold
1: the women and <laughs> oh, have them touch the chests of all of the contestants. Oh my God, and so awesome. Melanie and I, Mel, Mel and I look at each other and we're like, all right, we're shutting this show off. Oh and God, we stopped so watching awful. Milf Manor because that's that so was a line that oh they crossed. Uh, I, I have to watch it just because of the train wreck almost. This <laughs> is on Max? It's on Max.
0: Wow. So they don't want to have any more Game of Thrones stuff, or they don't see the succession, but Manor. they want just to have Milf
1: Manor. Milf Manor, Just Milf Manor, Milf Manor.com. Don't go to the Milf website. Manor and Milf Manor and Property Brothers. Also, don't go to Milf Manor.com. Not not a sponsor.
2: So actually, about Property Brothers is. I swear to God, that's my most te- watch TV show, and it's only because it's always on at the dentist, and uh, always on Property Brothers.
1: Everybody who listens to the show knows that I have really strong feelings about the state of what um discovery max uh discovery turned hbo into and it's very sad but i mean max is kind of a train wreck it's really bad it's really bad they took all of their really good scripted um very compelling shows they canceled a lot of them they got rid of westworld they just disappeared westworld it's like westworld never existed it's like it got kidnapped and brought to venezuela like at least they got the hobbit i don't know I mean, but they have a ton of reality shows. They got all the say yes to the dresses. And it's really sad. Really sad. Take me to the next topic, you damn dirty ape. All right. So as pre-for mentioned, we um, are going to talk about it. Disney, Fox, and Warner Brothers announced this week that they are indeed going to team up to create a massive sports streaming service that will offer content from all of professional sports. Um, the service will be offered directly to the consumers who would be able to stream all these companies' sports content. Um, Sports have become the new frontier for streaming, with Peacock, Amazon, Netflix, Google, and Apple all having some sort of sole ownership of sports viewing on their separate networks. So, what would a massive, all-in-one sports streaming platform do to the state of sports viewership right now? And also, is it good for games or ultimately bad?
0: So this is an interesting concept, right? Now, it's all really going to depend on on rights, like on on airing rights. So is this big conglomeration of networks going to have NFL
1: games? I think so. That's the thing right now. Disney will have all the games. I mean, Fox, see, but the misnomer of Fox is that Disney is Fox. Disney bought Fox like three years yeah, ago. That's true. So Disney will have the Fox games. Warner Brothers, I think the only thing Warner owns right now is some soccer rights. But Apple also has a lot of the soccer rights. I don't know what's on Max. Uh, I think hockey as well.
0: Or no, I'm sorry. That's back with Disney. Hockey's back with Disney. Because hmm. it's on ESPN and ABC.
1: So, I, I was on Turner. A ESPN Soul Station will be cool. Um, Getting all of those like ESPN inside the game and all those cool shows and all those cool documentaries all in one place, I think will be really good for a streaming network. I think getting anything that all the NFL stuff that Fox owns on a streaming network would be cool. I think that the power of three major corporations will be able to get more streaming rights. But I think the real crux of this question is where is sports streaming and sports viewership really going, right? Every... I mean we had a peacock bowl this year in the NFL playoffs we right did have like a where bowl. what 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 do the networks and what uh, ultimately do the the leagues want out of their viewership yeah.
0: so major league baseball is on apple tv and i i believe hulu has nhl games but it all revolves around nfl football so, right. why was Peacock able to take uh, a, a chance on it? Um, because Amazon Prime has been airing Thursday night football games for the last two
1: seasons, very successfully.
0: the The, the world for TV viewership, especially sports TV viewership, revolves around NFL football. Look what happened with YouTube TV—they gained the rights to NFL All uh, All Access. How many people signed up for YouTube TV? Just because of that and went away from Direct TV.
1: By the way, YouTube TV's coverage of NFL is fucking great. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's really great. Yeah, but they still
2: don't carry Nessun. They can go eat a
0: dick. No, they don't. They don't. Nessun, Nessun wants to do their own thing. But again, Nessun isn't the viewership of Nessun versus the viewership of NFL football oh. games. It will depend. So th- this is what I think is eventually going to happen. Maybe not next season. If there's a streaming platform that exclusively covers NFL games, then you're going to get a lot of people to move, the, th- move the needle. Yeah. But
1: how much does that cost?
2: And also, like, is there a monopoly? Like how mu-
1: Do we know how much Amazon paid for entirely Thursday Night Football? And their Thursday Night Football coverage, by the way, is fantastic.
0: No, but I'm sure our research department can look up about that. I guess I could. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm doing gonna it because s- this is your topic. What? $11, you billion, eleven billion dollars.
1: Eleven billion dollars for for one eleven day?
0: seasons. <laughs>
1: Woo, mama! Wow, that's spicy.
2: That is spicy. That's a good. Well, no,
0: Jeff Bezos has money.
2: Well, that's true. And <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: what a go- what a gamble they've made. And do you think it's? been worthwhile
2: absolutely yeah People well, yeah. we'll have amazon worldwide that's another question
0: american football isn't a glo- really an international sport in a lot in some yet. respects especially compared to basketball
1: and baseball yet,
0: yet. yet. you're absolutely right they're trying to yet. with the games
1: in europe and the games in mexico and the games in brazil <laughs> really? which we are not talking about this week but um is big news that it was announced that the eels home opener is going to be in sao paulo next really? season yeah. really oh yeah. my god an they eagles the fan the is game. gonna die <laughs> die
2: <laughs> it is Straight dangerous
0: up. in sao paulo
2: Died <laughs> yeah. right, so
0: people I'm, die in in soccer slash football matches in brazil
1: i can oh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> all the time I fear, for, I fear
0: for eagles fans jeff Stolzfus. i fear for your life if you go to sao
1: isn't sao that the it, uh, Remember um, the, the, the picture from this last season of international basketball where they were playing a basketball game and there was literal plumes of fire in the stands? Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, I love yep. international sports.
2: Oh my God, the soccer game?
1: Like, the, what do you call them? The Wakazoos
2: or
0: The Fuzellas, right? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, no, 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 no. I was thinking of the one that, like the... <laughs>
2: Yeah, either one, either one, the one you wave <laughs> or the one you blow into. It's like they had to ban those from a certain stadium cuz the resonance was too high or something. I, don't know.
0: I didn't hear about Brazil.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah and and I mean the NFL's really excited about it, but it's literally That's, a, that's an interesting
0: that's an interesting choice for the NFL.
1: It's literally yeah. a different day so they're going to do um I think it's a Friday game in the beginning of the season, which is wild.
0: Throwing NFL wants to take over every day, right? No. <laughs>
1: An Eagles home game in Brazil is also have, wild. Having
2: games on more days of the week for the NFL, I think, only helps them. It's tough; yeah. obviously, have to break it up. But having a Friday game or Saturday—I love Saturday games.
0: I think the Black Friday game really helped them.
2: Yeah, like they,
0: the NFL didn't want to do Friday and Saturday games because of college football, but I think that, I think they're going to try and move in on the territory.
1: They, but maybe they did. The thing, <laughs> I guess, that you have to think about is it's hell on the players i mean it's great oh, yeah. for us but it's hell on the players
0: well they hate oh, thursday games
1: short weeks are definitely
2: tough obviously but then, then they get a little more break leading up to the next week
0: yeah yeah it's it, give or
2: take right i mean they already yeah as mark said they already have the thursday games the black friday game i mean you think thinking after Thanksgiving, i think that was
1: successful for the nfl the yeah. black friday game
2: turkey you come back to your house wherever you're... Yep. We go.
1: had, if these balls could talk, really like to kind of scoop a lot of sports news. And my friend Mark said a long, a whole year ago that the NFL was moving international. And I think they are. I think they are. And, and I think it's really on the wall and it's really obvious, honestly.
0: <laughs> I'm so I'm waiting for them to go to Africa and Asia, though. That'll be kind of the true test. I think of all countries, they probably should have picked a, something a little safer than Brazil.
1: They
2: have to pick some Brazil and that wouldn't... okay
0: i mean we we had a patriots fan or someone at a patriots game die i I mean this this past season imagine if something happened in brazil that's that's gonna be a big uh deterrent i think
2: you just don't hear about it here's the
0: next topic and now it's time for my favorite segment because i get to unload a bunch of old topics (laughs) quick shots (laughs) to your balls as a reminder as a reminder, here's when I ask quick-fire questions that everyone will give their first impression to. Is everyone ready?
1: I'm no. so happy about this. <laughs> is it fair or foul that a pro can
0: win second? Uh, f- I'm sorry, first place money after getting second place and an amateur winning a golf tournament?
2: And say that sucks for the amateur. Yeah, that is just. Oh, I feel so. But at, bad. at
0: the same point, they knew they know that going into it, right?
2: Yes, they don't pay the entry fee, if I'm not mistaken. So they're by the tournament. They're not paying the same as the other guys. Therefore, it's not part of the profits. But it's like, holy shit, you just be all these professional golfers. And you're 20 years old. The last amateur, John, this guy, he was 20 years old. I was going to say,
1: can you guys tell me, tell us, me and the listeners, what the situation is? It was the second tournament of the year.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I'm looking up his name right now. I actually forgot to actually look look at that.
2: <laughs> yeah, no. uh,
0: Nick Nick Dunlap.
2: Yes, Dunlap. Right, he goes to school at uh, University of Alabama.
0: Who actually? And he just recently turned pro too.
2: He did. Yes. So, but he, the the, the he, last
0: amateur to win was Phil Mickelson in
2: 1991. Isn't that crazy? Mm.
1: Twenty three years.
2: So he won this tournament. And I forget what the pro- the prize money was like. Prize. Is it like
1: F1 in NASCAR? If you win a major or place in a major, do you get to like have your professional golfers license or whatever?
2: Nope. In a, <laughs> no. Well, in a major, it's a different story. Yeah,
1: that's. Yeah.
2: These are supposed these to be quick fire questions. <laughs> Sorry, I could go on for this for this is like, yeah, Keep keep what, going.
0: What does it say that Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson has declined head coaching opportunities for two straight years now?
1: Because he likes to be a Lion because it's exciting. I mean, it's amazing, right? That he just wants to stay
0: with Dan Campbell.
1: Yeah. I mean, Dan Campbell seems to be like um, football of all the professional sports. It feels like a very, like like we've said it, gladiatorial, like it's combat, right? And so he wants to go into battle with Dan Campbell. And I don't really blame him, honestly, from what I know about the Lions organization.
0: I mean, in a lot of respects, he probably doesn't want to be set up with a bad situation, too, right? Like, the, yeah. I think the ones that were left were the Commanders and the Seahawks. And neither of them are probably going to be in there. And
1: they're difficulty. knocking on the door. I mean, he just yeah. has to be a little more patient. One more year of fine-tuning. Dan Campbell maybe not being so fucking balls to the wall, man. All the memes about Dan Campbell. And he's like, yeah, you know, maybe not kicking that field goal was a mistake. But who knows? In the moment, I was feeling pretty confident. Well, you <laughs> lost by three, bro. So, all right. Would Bill Belichick make a good TV analyst, and would he get along with Tom Brady? No. Next
0: yeah. topic. <laughs> yeah. I, I, okay. Why is that a question? <laughs> because it's a possibility. He doesn't <laughs> have. A, he doesn't have a coaching a, job. I don't think he's he been likes approached people. by Fox.
1: I,
2: I, and I, I, I think that's, Kirk Schilling go at it. <laughs>
1: No, and let's just really break this down for just one second. Bill Belichick is not Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Ryan Fitzpatrick is a very good broadcaster. And so I think that we really need to... It's weird to say we really need to hold broadcasters to the ryan fitzpatrick school of <laughs> broadcasting like his he's big neck. and he's silly and he's just like really fun and he he goes in his stupid suits with no shirt on he kicks field goals after the game like the guy's a fucking wild man i think they're so great for television
0: i know i i like having coaches perspective and players perspective as analysts because coaches just see the game totally different than, than um, yeah, most players true. do that's a good point. All right. So, will Wander Franco ever make it back to the Major League Baseball after getting a little bit of domestic trouble issue in the Dominican
2: Republic? No. John? Yeah. Boo. You don't think so? Fuck that It's going to be
0: a tough road back, right? But I think someone's going to be hungry enough to get him back.
1: Nah, you can't. In 2024, you can't hire a you can't hire a fuckhead. I mean, you just can't. He
2: tried. That's true. I mean, he might bet a chance. But you, you see
1: the shit, the John sh- uh, Watson snapped three balls in Cleveland and they still get a whole heap of shit for hiring him.
0: Here's a here's a non-sports question. Have you guys heard about the ship? The icon of the seas It's supposed to be the largest cruise ship ever built. Would I we have. ever want to cruise on it?
1: I have. I don't I don't cruise on Royal Caribbean. I cruise on Norwegian. Just saying. Seems bi- it seems cool, though. You have, mm-hmm. a, you have a cruise company. I want to be your friend. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I don't pay for my own cruises. I go with my, my parents or my in-laws. So it's
2: oh, that's a secret. Damn it.
0: Have you Brad, have you have you gone cruising?
1: Uh
2: I went on a walker cruise down to San Juan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Did, I remember that. Yep.
0: Don't, I don't remember. Remember telling me about that. I wasn't there. All was right. good. And I actually think this is probably a good segue because I think I know what the answer is. My last question, what sport that we haven't talked about yet should we discuss in the next episode?
1: You like this one? Hmm. Uh, well, Although the last time I asked
0: it, we didn't talk about it.
2: <laughs> oh, the Boston Marathon. Professional billiards. We've talked about running.
0: We've talked about running. No, actually, so I think I'm answering my own question. And you mentioned club walker. I think the next sport that we should talk about is kickball.
2: Ooh,
1: spicy. Professional billiards. Fuckhead. Talk We've talked about billiards before, haven't we? No, we haven't. Yes, I'm that's pretty
0: sure you've brought up a, uh, that topic no, before. No, we haven't talked about. Well, you is. should have answered the question quicker, John.
1: <laughs> I answered the question. You ignored me. It's <laughs> we gotta watch darts. That'd be fun too. Yeah,
2: oh, okay. darts is fucking
0: three great three too. very good uh, candidates. We'll, we'll I want to about do
1: billiards one. for my birthday, so you're gonna play. We'll one. talk about one of them. Oh, that's a great birthday event next Next weekend, right. next. We were, not this weekend. We are gonna week. do axe drawing, but they won't let Jamie come uh, stay after four, and I think that's too early. Or after six. After six. Because oh. it's a bar. Bar first. Even though she looks like she's 14. She's yeah, 11, no. she's,
0: so. she's our DD. <laughs> she's our
1: DD. She could probably <laughs> drive. She's very responsible. <laughs> Wonderful. All right.
2: My yeah. three year old co pilot. Yeah, sounds great. I love right. it. Da-da-da-da.
0: It's the final topic.
1: <laughs> that was really good. We did that awesome, Mark. Bravo, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, I let, let you take. I let you take. I let you take the lead a little bit. And the thing I wanted to talk about all week on the show—I'm very excited. So, unless you live under a log, you were bound to see something on Apple's mixed reality AR goggles on any of your feeds this week on Vision Pro hit Apple stores around the U.S. this past Friday for a cool $34.99. That's not $34.99, you guys. That's $3,499. Astronomical compared to MetaQuest 3's, the the Meta brand, Facebook brand's $500 price tag. The Vision Pro is Apple's first mixed reality headset and simply is a full iOS-ready computer in the form of a VR headset. And so, guys, the demos I've been seeing throughout the week are mind-blowing, actually mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. They look so cool. Whether it's setting specific specific digital assistants pinned around your house based on a thing you're doing, a giant screen for the current thing you're streaming, or the ability to place videos with perceived depth in your house to reminisce on, the Vision Pro is honestly one of the coolest tech gadgets I've seen in a very long time. And so... With very few, actually very few, apps available at launch and a very high price tag, there are probably many folks that aren't even giving this device a second thought. But what are our thoughts on Vision Pro? Also, is this the dawn of a new age of technology that we've already seen with phones, tablets, and other health-related wearables? You know, people in the tech world are just so
0: convinced that augmented reality or virtual reality is the next big thing right it is by the way how, how many times i mean we we've kind of seen it with oculus the fact that a lot of people are using it but this is a little bit beyond that right this well, it's is it's it's different it's different and it's supposed to yeah i mean you're supposed to be able to just walk around in in your normal life doing are. things right i mean people they are. look
1: ridiculous Yeah, They
0: look ridiculous. Have you guys seen like the the epic fails of some of the people like walking around with these things too?
2: Oh no, I haven't looked up that. Oh my God.
0: There's one on, I'm going to, I'm going to plug, I'm going to plug Taylor Tomlinson's late night show called after midnight, not a sponsor. She had uh, this show. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. It plays a bunch of internet clips and one of them had to do with the vision pro and someone walked like or, i'm sorry not walked ran into her stove and like broke it and oh, wow. oh my god it was it was hilarious like some i think gla- that was, was,
1: I think that was regular i think that was regular vr i did see that video that's not on the apple website i'm not i'm what vision it? pro Whoa. you can no. definitely
0: see people doing stuff like that though right because they're just it's just so real
1: the video that recently came through for vision pro is people are using their vision pro and driving their cyber truck and it's driving, trying to be yeah, yeah and trying to be ironic um mm-hmm. i think uh, the, the really cool part about this technology the way i understand it is it has it has location remembrance and so like mm-hmm. you can well, be in your house and you can pin videos, right? So you can take like a cooking video and you can pin it by your stove and you can take like your TV and you can pin it. I saw these people, they were watching F1 and they had a heads up representation of the F1 track where they could track the cars on the track as a whole thing on their coffee table while they were watching F1. I'm just like, the the things that are possible in this are really very incredible. Apparently, um, the videos on iOS, um, they're adding depth and so you're like your videos of like your first your in the birthdays and all this other shit that you can play, you can just literally put it in the same place so you can like be in a situation, like right out of a science fiction novel, honestly. So
2: which is absolutely insane.
1: Insane. It's and insane.
2: Take that mixed with AI. I John, I think this is yeah, the beginning of a int- Entirely new way we view the world. Yeah, say it lightly. And well, I don't yeah. know I you guys want
0: to hear something crazy about this kind of stuff? Though mm-hmm. I can't that's use funny. it. Yeah. I'm left do eye I? dominant. I'm left eye dominant. I can't use any kind of headset because I, I it just doesn't work for me. Well, I only like, see half of it. That's interesting. Um, oh, do, do you think I have a case against Apple? I can sue them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm being discriminated
0: against. I Tim heard Cook. a
1: really cool. I heard a really cool insight this week about Vision Pro, and it was that Steve would have never let it look as stupid as it looks. Probably not, right? And he so also Tim, wouldn't
0: have made the iPhones as big as Tim Cook has has done it.
1: And also, Steve would have never, never released this thing with a separate battery. And so, if you guys haven't looked at Vision Pro right now, Vision oh. Pro looks—they look like ski goggles. But the ski goggles have a little wire that comes one, off right? of it. Well, a little bit, but they have That's a wire that, that comes off of it, and the wire has just a battery pack. You gotta put the battery pack in your fucking pocket. Like, I don't understand where the battery pack goes, but it just looks a little stupid. But Can you wear them skiing? <laughs> maybe! You probably could, actually. You probably could. Maybe. On this show, I like to really think about this, thing, these kind of things, though, with a with a real good 10-year, like an honesty cycle on it, where yeah. this technology will get smaller. It will. Oh, no, yeah. Headphones used to have wires. Everything used to be stupid. Yeah. Everything. Phones. Phones used to have wires.
2: Like, so. I used,
1: I used to have, and so I'm only 42, but I used to have a phone, big, big-ass fucking phone, looked like a house phone, in my car, on a headset, used to hang up like you were at home. And that was a mobile phone for a little while. I mean... And it's now a mobile phones. A literal mobile phone, exactly. I, I mean, I used to have like flip phones. And you look at a flip phone compared to what we carry today. A I ridiculous love my flip a, phone. A ridiculous <laughs> technology. Yeah. I mean, uh, you think about it, kids they play, play the text, but it was like, awesome. like Brad. Do your kids play phone like this? Like, do they know oh, that? Yeah. Or do they play phone like this? Oh, uh that, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, there are no dial tones in movies anymore. They have to add hang up noises. There's a lot of like little things from when we were in our teens One that. old, nose has to hang up on me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be easy, the red
2: button, but like. Uh, amazing. <laughs> That's no, funny. He has me on the phone at work, I'll like, if I'm at work and just shit and shoot. Mm-hmm. Lily will come over and be like, uh, oh, beep.
1: Bye. Like, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah. I, got snacks, I got snacks to eat, Dad. I mean, the thing about it is I think that we have to understand that the same way that we didn't have supercomputers in our pockets when we were 12, eventually my glasses are going to have a heads-up display that are going to tell me hey, a Google lot. Hey, Google
0: already tried that, remember?
1: <laughs> I mean, Google Glass was dumb, again, but because it looks stupid <laughs> and it wasn't convenient. But eventually... and. All this stupidity of twenty uh, in twenty twenty four. How bad Vision Pro looks? It doesn't look that no. bad. Yeah.
2: No, it but, honestly doesn't. For the for the beta version, if you will, of this next generation VR AI, mm-hmm. it's yeah. I would buy stocking.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and I guess the, the the thing that's really interesting when you think about it is at at thirty five hundred dollars, it's not. Like a full on try at this technology, but that's like two was, months
0: rent for some people.
1: There was a point in in <laughs> yeah. the world where computers were three thousand five hundred dollars, where phones were equally as expensive. There was a point in the world where all the yeah. stuff that we use on the day to day that we don't have supercomputers in our oh, pockets. Yeah, and I cool. mean, so we're getting yeah, there.
2: Or, or, okay, maybe not that cheap, but like it'll go down to a thousand at some point. I mean, I mean,
1: people buy it for a grand.
2: Yeah like this this is gonna take over in my opinion because you look at all the technology how many how, how addicted to everyone is to their phones these days you know like mm-hmm. i lost the phone the other day for an hour and grand yesterday Lindsay was out of the house i was like where's my phone where's my phone like mm-hmm. 20 years ago you didn't do that or 30 years nope. ago you, nope. yeah 20 years ago you didn't do that it's like I'm just
1: worried about different shit. I mean, Mark, what's the coolest um, app Vision Pro thing you've seen so far? I
0: mean, there have been a few things I've said, but I, I can see how useful it could be. One of the things I've seen is like you could set individual timers for certain things if, when you're cooking. So, mm-hmm. if, you know, if you're cooking like pasta and you want to put, you know, the, the, the spaghetti for a, t- like a, a 10 minute timer, but the sauce is on like a 5 minute timer. Then and you could pin can it right like over the pot. For, and you can pin it right over the
1: pot. Yep. Right over That's, the pot. That's fucking great but it's, i
2: mean i like, come back to that pot like if you leave it goes off or and then you come I back would say, I, I would think say it that it probably still it. tells
1: you but yes it stays yeah. with the pot they're all location based
0: because you're pinning it yeah it's all it's location based yeah
1: mm. yeah This five minute timer but
0: the, yeah, the possibilities though are, are the commercial i'm
1: seeing a lot is people on an airplane um with their vision pros on watching like a movie like the entirety of the airplane like the the biggest screen that you can put in your vision and you just put it there right i mean it's cool it's really cool and i think that as people think about it as a technology it's gonna get cooler it's gonna get
0: better yeah
1: what's interesting and and also the reason to bring it up is that um quest three so that's the meta version, uh, the meta headset. Quest 3 does also already have augmented reality at $500. I don't necessarily know why Apple's Fit put their headset so high, but I think it might be partially... It's Apple. I think it might be partially just the Apple tax. Yeah. yeah is the Quest 3, is that a clear screen? Like... The Quest 3 looks dumber. The Quest 3 has three little lines on a piece oh. of plastic. And if you look over there, that's my Quest 2. Which, by the way, yeah. very convenient. Three hundred dollars, and it works great. But it doesn't have AR; it's just VR. Yeah,
2: I haven't, I haven't seen these things.
1: Uh, um, VR Mark. is really fun. Really fun. Beat Saber, actually. Um, quit talking, or War we'll all explode. Is a really fun game to play in VR. Oh, I thought you're just dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll explode.
0: We are in the darkest timeline.
1: <laughs> all right, I think we're good, Mark.
0: All right. So that has been our topics. And I'm actually going to do this right because I last week I did this and I was I jumped the gun a little bit uh, and an administrative lo- note. We'd like to mention we will be off for the next two weeks for a certain birthday. And because this isn't our full time gig, we would like to thank our guests for joining us. Thank you, Brad.
2: Thank you, guys. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, thank you, Brad. John. Appreciate
1: Please it. Please
0: Subscribe to us by tickling that little bell or follow or like us on our socials at If These Balls Pod on X, Instagram, Facebook threads and TikTok. Our website is www.ifthesballscouldtalkpod.com. This is Mark Pescian for my partner, John Companion, and producer, Pete Steffen. That's what we feel they would say, if these balls could talk. Bye, right, everyone.